This is Terror House Radio with Matt Forney and Bryden Proctor. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to a Terror House Radio episode number 10. I'm Matt Forney, your charming and loquacious host, and the founder and editor-in-chief of Terror House Press. Joining me back again, um, done with uh, pre-trial motions for his DUI, uh, the co-host and editor, uh, producer of this program, Bryden Proctor. How you doing, Bryden? Uh... Yes, I, I would imagine that pre-trial motions for anything would kind of put you in that mood. Ah, oh, I'm a zombie this episode. Oh! He got coronavirus in the in the uh, in the courtroom, guys. Oh. Uh, that's that's why that's why he's uh, a zombie now. Brain, I'm searching for brain. I went to your mom's house. She gave me brain. Uh, good thing, good thing that the coronavirus has left you both impotent and sterile, Brian. So I'm not worried. I'm your dad now. I'm your dad. <sighs> I'm your dad. You gotta call me daddy, man. That's a that's a fact, by the way. The coronavirus uh, causes sterility in men. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like fucking bonus, dude. Well, you don't have to worry about having any kids. Yeah, you know, that, that might be a, that might be a bad thing for some of you, but I know Brian's excited about it. Yeah, did you get the flu and then you just like cough up your balls? I think that's how it works. Yeah, I mean it's and and, and it's, uh, you're less likely to die from it than you are from cutting your own balls off. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's probably true of most things. Well, I mean, did you know, like for example, all the castrati like in that were used for like church choirs in the middle ages like a ton of them just died from blood loss when they had their their balls cut off that's i mean that's not a shocker where how did they i mean did they sew them up or how'd they do that um i'm guessing with medieval surgery you know they because because there's a lot of blood vessels down there you sure because your, your testicles are important so like you you nick an artery and you know it's all over how'd they cut them off was it like you put them on a block and they chop them or how they do how they do it Probably something really painful and and savage because again mm-hmm. it was the Middle Ages and this is before ligature, ligature was discovered. So uh, their idea of sealing up arteries was to cauterize them. Huh. Yeah. That, uh... Yeah. I mean, you would think about like after like the fifteenth guy, somebody would have been like, "You sure we should be doing this?" Because it just seems like <laughs> seems like we're losing a lot of dudes here. Yeah, um, probably they just said like, "Oh, it's it's up the devil. Like he's he's in heaven now or something." I, I I'm sure that's what they did. Ah, that's yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. So yeah, guys. So yeah, guys. If you're looking to have unprotected sex, uh, but you don't want to uh, get anyone pregnant, go uh, to Matt's mom's house. <laughs> I I you're you're putting horrible fucking mental images in. Right. Uh, your mom is horrible, which is a cross between horror and adorable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm drunk. <laughs> this is gonna be one of those episodes. <laughs> it's eleven in the morning, and you're already yeah. drunk. Yeah. Well, I'm still drunk from yesterday. How are you still drunk from yesterday? It's it's like you went to bed, right? Uh it's like seven. Then I woke up at nine, started drinking. Okay. Yeah. 
There we go. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking cool. BME's great, dude. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going to be talking about a, a subject that uh, no one's really uh, really broached uh, in this part of the internet. Uh, and it's timely. Well, it's still timely. It would have been timelier um, if Ryden hadn't got popped for DUI a month ago. Uh, but we just, we're still talking about it. Uh, the cultural impact of talk radio. Uh, Rush Limbaugh recently announced that he has cancer. And he also got the Presidential Medal of Honor from President Trump. So we'll be, we'll be talking about that. And it's perfect, perfect. Uh, you know, Brian, Brian's an old radio guy. He, he still listens to AM radio. And I would, too, if I was still in the States. So, like, I'm not throwing shade on you. That's uh, I'm, I'm bolstering your, your uh, reputation as an expert on this very important subject. Uh, I'm not an expert. I'm just a, a participant in history, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about that. But first, we got to get to some news. Uh, Terra House, a lot has happened at Terra House in the past month or so since I, I don't remember the last time we did but, a Yeah, show. when was the last fucking time we did a show? Good God, it feels like it's been like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, I did a show on my own with uh, Matt Lawrence, author of uh, Chronicles of Burna and the Barbarian. Uh, that was, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but, but I'm talking about like, good me, shows. I'm talking about like yeah. good ones. That was a good show. We ah, talked about we talked about Lady Boys. I don't know. Well, that does sound pretty interesting because they'll get you. They'll get you. Oh yes, they will get you. You they'll have to keep you. your eye out. But yeah, in terms of news, uh, yeah, Chronicles of Burnout and the Barbarian that came out a few weeks ago last month. Go check it out. TerrorHousePress.com. Uh, our next book release will be in on, on March twenty seventh. I'm not. I'm not even going to bother counting up the weeks. Uh, Into the Vortex by. Brian Eckert, uh, who will be a guest on this program very soon. He's, he's a hilarious guy. This is a hilarious book uh, that involves goat sex and uh, David Koresh. Does that sound exciting to you, Brian? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in that David Koresh shit, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a book I about could, cults. I could, give a book her, you know, I, could, I could give or take the fucking Islam aspect of it, but, you know, I like the David Koresh. There's... there's there's no, there's no Islam in this book. It's all about uh, incels and cults. Uh, dude. Yeah, all right. Incels, cults, and goat sex. Uh, Into the Vortex by Brian Eckert will be out on the 27th. I know I said to guys in the newsletter that we were going to be having uh, With Light and Dust uh, by Xenon and uh, Fish Lou out next week. Uh, that has been pushed to April just because uh, Matt Lawrence, our, the author of Chronicle, Chronicles of Burning the Barbarian, also our art director, uh, he's on vacation in Australia right now, so we're going we're gonna to spend more time giving these books the love that they deserve. And since I don't like, uh, since Bryden told me not to uh, talk too much about uh, commercial stuff because it kind of causes people to tune out, uh, we'll just end it by telling you to contribute to the pro- program and ask questions. Before we go on air, at streamlabs.com slash terrorhouse magazine. What do you say, Brian? Let's let's talk about talk radio. All right. That sounds good. Are we gonna do are we gonna do a break? And then we'll, I'll put like a bumper here or are we just going yes, to end put, it? yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Put a bumper. Okay, I'll put the bumper. 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 This is Clear House Radio with Matt Forney and Dragon Cocktail. Go.
And we're here. We're here. We're talking about we're talking we're talking about talk radio. Um, I'd like to throw this to you, Bryden, just because uh, um, you're you're more interested in the topic than I am. You know what? what what, what did you what did you think about uh, you know Rush Limbaugh finally getting the uh, the the award that he's earned over these years? Um, I mean, I, I know you still listen to the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every every day he's on. Yeah. Um. Well, most days he's on. But um, I, I I thought it was a very very nice thing of of Donald Trump to do. Um, that State of the Union was a little reality showy, but like on both sides, you know, with like the uh. uh uh, oh Nancy yeah, Pelosi tearing up the, uh, yeah. the speech. Nancy Pelosi doing that, and then like, oh hey, let's bring in your military husband. It's like he was just sitting in a closet for two weeks or whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, the whole thing, you know. Here's Rush Limbaugh, Presidential Medal of Freedom, you know. But I, that was a very nice thing of Donald Trump to do, and and um, I don't know if there's been another radio talk radio host that's ever gotten the, uh, the highest honor a civilian can have in, in the United States. I mean, the the Presidential Medal of Freedom is no joke. Like, it really is the highest honor that can be bestowed upon a person, a, a civilian, in the United States. Uh, it's like, the other day Rush was talking about, because Larry King said something like, uh, oh, Rush Limbaugh will never get a Pulitzer. And, of course, Rush tore him apart and was like, I'm a radio host. I don't do print, so I couldn't get a Pulitzer. And I already have the Medal of, Presidential Medal of Freedom, Larry, so I don't... <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it was a huge deal. I thought it was a very nice thing for Donald Trump to do. And I think that um, Rush has done just so much to move the the discourse of uh, of politics in this country that, I mean, yeah, a Republican president should give Rush that, uh, that, that highest honor uh, when he, I mean, he, he's still doing the show, but you know, he's got the fucking stage four lung cancer. So it's, he doesn't, he doesn't have much time left. I mean, if anybody can get past it, it'd be him just cause he has so much fucking money, but yeah, it's like cancer doesn't care about your fucking money usually. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, small, small correction. Well, I guess not really a correction. Uh, Paul Harvey got the presidential medal of freedom back in okay. the odds, but he's not really a, a talk host. He's just a newscaster. Yeah, but he was great. Um, and that's, oh wait, no, 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 no. Paul Harvey's and that's the rest of the story, right? Yeah. 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 Hello Americans. This is Paul Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Stand by for news. <laughs> yeah, dude. Paul Harvey is badass. I listened to him when I was a kid. That shit was cool. And that, and now, you know, the rest of the story. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he got it. Um I mean that that seems like he deserves it, you know. Uh well yeah, he well he's he's he'd been he'd been around forever. Like yeah. he died back in two thousand and nine. Um but yeah, you know, Paul I I would say the two people deserve that award, like I said, if, if anyone, like would be Paul Harvey and Rush Limbaugh. And well, in terms of cultural impact, yeah. Well, oh, sorry, Brian, you were going to say something? Well, yeah, it's just that, like, Limbaugh, uh, Paul Harvey, I don't think, was ever a controversial figure, whereas Rush Limbaugh is quite the controversial figure. So I understand why people, oh, excuse me, may be uh, mad about it or whatever, but just his contribution to talk radio alone and the cultural impact that he, that he made, I think, is uh, incredible uh, no matter what. I mean, it's like kind of what Cronkite did for fucking, you know, uh, you know, being a fucking TV anchor, like yeah, I mean, and that's 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 worth that's worth going into because it's uh you know talk radio is really kind of a relatively recent phenomenon. I mean, we've had radio going back to the twenties, but 
uh, in terms of like the confrontational, you know, politically charged form of it that Limbaugh pioneered, uh, that's really only been around since like the late eighties. Yeah. Prior to that, I mean, you had talk radio programs, but um, it was kind of the more, you know, neutered, let's talk about the weather type. Like, uh, I I know you've never been to Canada, right, Brian? Nah. Yeah, they st- they still do that form of talk radio up there. I remember when I was in college, I, I went to college uh, near Montreal, and I would occasionally tune into like the Canadian stations. Uh, the Canadian the Canadian uh, talk radio stations is just like, well, well, hello there, eh? Uh, I'd like to talk about uh, the fall in price of maple syrup in Canada, and it's a major disaster. Um, that was really more of a Scottish accent than a Canadian. Accent, <laughs> yeah, that's literally <laughs> what, that's literally what it was. Uh, just like you, you tune into uh, Canadian talk radio, and it would just be all this nice guy. What's going on in the local neighborhood? Uh, that was that was radio before guys like Rush and uh, uh, Bob Grant came along. Hey, bud, I'm about to head out for a dart here real quick, but uh, you know, um, geez, the price of maple syrup's been going down, and uh, it's not so great. You know, you think, oh, great, I get some great get some maple syrup for real cheap, bud, but no, you know. Some people got to work there. How's that? Yeah, yeah that that was that was perfect. Yeah, no, uh, the only it's... time I ever heard a Canadian co- uh, talk shows ever get even remotely like uh, you know heated about something was I remember I remember tuning in and hearing them talk about uh, the upcoming change to when daylight savings time would end. Uh, <laughs> like, no, no, this was this was back in two thousand seven when uh, it was. The start of it was moved to the start of March, and like the end of it was moved to like after Halloween, and they they were charged up over the fact they were pissed off of the fact that uh, you know Bush did it for oil, like he he did it for what? oil. Uh, that's that's literally what they were saying. What? Well, they that's... were upset. Well, they were they were upset about it because like you know the U.S. moved its uh, moved uh, daylight savings time, and then Canada moved uh, it as well because you know commerce and all that. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Maybe I'm just retarded. I mean, I remember when Bush did the fucking daylight savings time bullshit, and like I, that's that just seems like a dumb thing to do. Who gives a shit? But whatever. Just I, time is not real. I don't care. I, I've done LSD. Right. So. Did they? How would wait? How would that do anything about oil? I don't understand how you could draw that connection at all. I I don't understand it either. I was listening to this guy. I was kind of not really dumbstruck, but it was like these people are fucking retarded. Uh, That's my awesome. my understanding that the rationale for moving, if I recall correctly, the rationale for moving daylight savings time was actually to save money. Uh, how people save money because, like you know, if if, if it starts earlier and ends later, people are uh, you know like. Uh, there's more daylight in the evening, so people aren't, you know, using electricity. But that, that seems like it would hurt the oil companies. Even just that rationale is fucking stupid. I, I, listen, time is not real. It is a man-made fucking invention. It is just a, a, a measuring stick of what we do. See, we live in a cubicle, and the only fucking measurements that we have are just made within that cubicle. And what's that? The allegory in the cave or what the fuck ever. Like, don't tell me about fucking what time. Just fine. Tell me what fucking time it is and what time I have to be at work. I don't give a shit. Tell me what time The Simpsons is, is on back in the 90s, because I don't watch that shit now, and that doesn't matter because it's just on Hulu. Uh, Time to oh no 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 I don't time, like it. Time time is not real, Brian. Yeah, it's I, I not real. I, I think your hemorrhoids would beg to disagree. No, my they would beg to disagree. 
Why would my hemorrhoids disagree with me? And because I have a bidet, I haven't had hemorrhoids for like a year. <laughs> okay. Uh, insert other symptom of aging uh, instead of in place of hemorrhoids. No, 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 no. But that's not what time it is. Time as it as it exists on like you living in a, in a linear sense totally def definitely exists. But, like, what time of the day it is, like, who really gives too much of a shit? You're just putting measurements on it, man. So whether it's 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock is fucking arbitrary because they have the daylight savings time shit. Who cares? It's, the sun is up there. It's daytime. It's nighttime. Oh, okay. Well, that that's fair then. You know, you're, you're talking about the, the way people... Measure time. Yeah, the way the way time is measured. You missed the whole allegory in the cave thing? I, I listened to it, but uh, I, you know, it didn't, it didn't connect. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect someone as lowbrow uh, as you to pull out such a highbrow reference. Yeah, Plato or whatever who wrote that's a faggot. <laughs> uh, it's 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 funny because uh, I, I've been watching a lot of videos from real life lore recently, and like one of them mentioned that uh, the the, uh, the 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 length of the day is based on the rotation of the Earth, and the rotation of the Earth actually gets slower every year, hmm. so the day is getting shorter. Like, it's such a small amount that none of us are ever going to be affected uh, by it. Like, but, you know, over thousands of years, eventually the day will become 23 hours or some shit. Huh. I didn't know that. That's interesting. There was also an interesting video about what would happen if the Earth started, like, uh, like it, if it reversed its rotation. Basically, like, because... We'd, all, we'd all become babies. No, it'd be, like, it'd be like Superman. We'd all yeah. go back in time. Yeah, exactly. We'd all just be babies. Yeah, you'd the, have to jump. You'd have to jump back into your dad's balls. <laughs> the most interesting about that video was the fact that, like, if the Earth reversed rotation, uh, because of the way the uh, existing ocean and air currents work, like, you know, Europe would basically become uninhabitable, and so would, uh, uninhabitable, and so would most of North America. <gasps> Wait, like, you mean like, you are, like you mean like right now? Oh no! Like literally, Ohio would turn into a desert. Good. I mean, you could argue it's already a desert, but it would turn into a literal it's desert. It's a desert. It's a it's a desert of happiness. There is no happiness here. Yeah, also, a surprising bad. lack of shirts. Man, summer's coming up, and like I mean, these people are just going to lose their shirts. It's crazy. And like the fatter they are, the less likely they are to have a shirt. I don't know if they just don't make XXXXL shirts here. But, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me like people are in Cincinnati are going around like half naked? Oh, all the time, all the time, yeah. It's warm enough for that now? Uh, not yet, but we're getting there. But, uh, yeah, during the summer, it's like, you know, Cincinnati, there's 500,000 people, home of 14 shirts, you know? It's fucking rough. Is that like a cultural thing or like a... Uh, yeah, yeah, it is a cultural thing of trash. It's just trash people, yeah. I've, I've, I've never seen that. I mean, people will go around without their shirts at like a, like a beach resort or something. No. But no. not in like, like... Uh, a city like Cincinnati, which is totally inland and like has no beaches, at the gas station. They they the the gas the gas station attendants put up of it. I mean, oh, I thought yeah. it was no. Sh I thought it was no shoot no no shirt no shoes no service. No, no, it's uh you know just just go ahead with it. It's like it's not everybody, but it's probably about one in twenty people during the summer is not wearing. It's a shirt. enough to be noticeable. Yeah, at least for me, you know, and like maybe it's just I'm looking at shirtless dudes. I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with me, but I'm just saying I notice it. 
Now, now here's the real question for you, Brian. Is Ohio one of those states uh, that allows women to go around topless? Uh, not that I've seen. And, no, because I know because I, I know because I know in New York uh, about a decade ago, uh, a, a judge ruled that uh, women are allowed to go topless anywhere where men are allowed to go topless. This yeah. was after a this was after a lawsuit by some some fat broads in Moravia who were going around uh, with their tits out in the middle of the day. Yeah, which is bullshit because rape's still illegal. <laughs> we are totally going to get. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. I'm a comedian. But, but no, but no, no. Trust me. Like these these forty forty something women, no one's going to rape them. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm drunk. Again, I'm joking. It's a joke. I'm joking. It's a joke, I, YouTube people. I it's would never. I would never. I don't condone rape, dude. I mean, I might cheer it on a little, but like, I don't know. Again, it's a joke. It's a joke. We got to get off of the rape subject. What about radio? Probably nobody's ever raped anybody who's been a radio guy, right? Ever. Nobody uh, in radio has ever been me too to ever. I mean, there was there was that one guy who got shot, but no one's been me too. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, that was ba- that was back in the eighties, if I recall correctly. That Jewish talk shows that got shot by members of the order. Yeah, yeah. David Lane's guys killed him. Yeah. Poor fellow, dude. That's rough. How'd you like to get killed by a bunch of fucking wignats? <laughs> yeah, this was this was back this was back when wignats were actually a real threat and you know, didn't just sit around on the internet whining. Yeah, David FBI checks. <laughs> David Lane and his guys never would have stole that fucking armored truck if they would have had Twitter. <laughs> They just want to sat back saying the N word, you know, getting this, banned. This is, this is, and this is why we support free speech on the internet because it it, it literally helps prevent crimes. Dude, um, who's that? Uh, who's that guy who wrote uh, American Psycho? Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever uh, hear that interview with him? He was like, "Yeah, if Patrick Bateman were set in today, he would probably just be a Twitter troll." Yeah, instead, I mean, instead of murdering people, he would just be a Twitter, Twitter troll. Yeah, similarly, like you know, uh, like with taxi driver. If Travis Bickle was a real person today, he'd have a blog. No, yeah. wait, he'd have a podcast. Oh yeah, dude, and I'd have him on my podcast, hundred percent, because I make terrible mistakes and I let anybody on. <laughs> yeah, but back to back back to radio, like 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 we were saying before we got off uh, got off topic. Uh, did the you get off? I didn't get off. Uh, before we got off. We got off together? I think we... Yeah. Let's let's never... Sp- I mean, we got off together. Let's just... Let's never speak of it again, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, prior to... Prior to really rush. And like I said, he wasn't the first person to do this. You had Bob Grant in New York who started doing yeah. this kind of thing back in the 70s. But Rush was the guy who really took it national. Yeah. Yeah, he started in New York in uh, 1988. Um, and, uh, I mean, he, he, he the only thing comparable to Rush Limbaugh is because they couldn't stop him. I mean, they, 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 they really did hate the guy, you know, and he was this inflammatory, ridiculous, over-the-top guy, you know. And, and he used to be, I don't know, more over-the-top. I think he calmed down, uh, I, would, I mean, I don't know, last 10 years probably. Uh, compared to what he used to be, you know. Um, but the only thing comparable to that would be, you know, the rise of Alex Jones. And I think there's a lot of similarities between Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh. And yeah, something that people, that's something, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. That's something people forget about Alex Jones. He's technically a radio host. Like his show is on broad, uh, is on broadcast stations that are licensed by the FCC. 
Yeah, I mean, and you can't shut the man down, but that's why they tried so hard to shut him down. And, like, people tried to shut down Rush. They did, and then he just kept going because people love the guy so much. He's a very entertaining uh, radio host. And, I mean, like, I would be lying, and I, I think everybody who's ever listened to Right to Brighton knows this, I fucking model my show after Rush Limbaugh. It's a, it's kind of like a, a parody of Rush Limbaugh because I'm more of a comedy show. I'm not as smart as Rush Limbaugh. But it's like, you know, with like the cigars and the, you know, all it's, I even have a Rush bumper, you know, it's, it's all in tribute to the fucking king, Mr. Rush Limbaugh, um, the Maharashi dude, like uh, anybody, anybody who is on the right side of politics, right wing side of politics and says that they don't like Rush Limbaugh is just being a hipster faggot because the guy's the original. Do you have a podcast? The reason you have a fucking political podcast is because people like Rush Limbaugh and mainly Rush Limbaugh. I mean, there were some others, you know, Mark Levin, uh, Michael Savage, you know, stuff like that. But like Rush was the original. He was the guy. So whether you know it or not, you are probably influenced by Rush. Yeah. I mean, I was going to, I was going to add with, with regard to your show, like you, all, you even have the kind of like the, uh, uh, like how, like how Rush talks about the EIB network. You've yeah. got like the whole, OIWD. whole like, yeah. thing going on. Even though that's not how it started, that's that's actually what I thought it was when when I first started listening to your show. <laughs> yeah, no, that started as a joke uh, of we were starting a a pro white organization with the uh, Operation Identity Workers Division and just making fun <laughs> of people. And then we just started saying OIWD Studios because it's it's good because EIB Network. Yes, yes, it's very very funny. I mean, you 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 could toss in like some some like FM like talk, uh, shock jock influence there in there as well, like Howard Stern. Oh, but Stern was like, a king. Again, he sucks now, but he was a fucking king. Yeah, Stern is like I, I, the last I ever heard of him doing anything was when he was still on terrestrial radio. But like, he's probably happy with like whatever deal Sirius is giving him. Oh yeah. Well, I mean uh, that. I, well, let's uh, we got to talk about XM uh, after we wrap up this little part of it because like that's where talk radio still exists is on xm radio you know you got um like dan sodder and J uh, big jay okerson over there on the bonfire it's a great show it's comedy central xm uh radio i mean talk radio still does exist it's just moved to podcasting and uh xm but like am radio is is not a thing really yeah it's 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 been ailing since at least the mid aughts i mean uh, I'm reconstructing from memory here, so like some of the details may be wrong, but like after deregulation in, in 1996, which raised the cap on the amount of radio stations that individual corporations were allowed to own, like just all these companies went on a, on a spending spree, you know, uh, you know, Clear Channel, uh, Cumulus, et cetera. Uh, and then around like the mid aughts when the you know financial recession started, they just started uh, laying people off left and right. That was that. That was kind of when the spiral began. Like, I remember back in 2006, all of a sudden, uh, you know, the the evening host at WGI, WGY was out. You know, there were, you know, in, in the coming months, there were like hosts at WABC, et cetera, that were just fired and replaced with syndicated programming, which just starts a, a, a negative cycle, a spiral, because the people who are turned, tuning in at like that particular hour are, are not just, they're, they're not held hostage by, you know, WABC or whatever. They're turning in, tuning in to hear that particular host. Yeah. Uh, you get rid of the host and replace it with some boring syndicated program. And there's a glut of syndicate, probably still is. There was a glut of like syndicated shows back in the aughts. 
of people like Dennis Miller who had really had no business being on the radio. <laughs> okay. And liberals have no business being political radio hosts. You know, uh, what was, well, sorry to cut you off, but like, what was that one <clears throat> that the, the, the Democrats tried to start? Air to America. Like... Yeah. <laughs> that shit sucked. Yeah. I mean, well, it, well, Air America, they they basically tried to put the cart before the horse. Like like guys like Rush, like there wasn't no, there was no fucking organized plan in the eighties to be like, okay, we'll create this this right wing propaganda network and we'll put it on every station. Now, like Rush Rush got all those affiliates because people wanted to listen to him. Uh, Air America decided to take Al Franken and a bunch of people who had no radio experience whatsoever. And put them on a radio network, and it sucked because they had no experience. I think the only person they hired initially who had a uh, any radio experience at all was Randy Rhodes, who was uh, tolerable, not good, but tolerable. I mean, is there any besides NPR? Is there any like left wing fucking radio that's not on XM? Well, I mean, you've got like Pacifica Radio, which is, I guess, kind of like NPR, and that's uh, on nonprofit stations. Yeah, I mean, because like. I don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, there's a lot of great programs on, on NPR. I love wait, wait, don't tell me. Uh, this American life is obviously great. Ira glass is a fucking radio legend. Um, but, oh, well, uh, I do like the world is pretty good. I like a lot of NPR shows actually. <laughs> it's, it's, That's a bit of a surprise because like from my observation, like the NPR audience and the talk radio audience are pretty, pretty separate. Uh, like my dad loves NPR. Like, yeah, like, you know, four years ago, me and my, my dad was visiting me in Chicago and we actually went to a live taping of wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, dude, I was, yeah, I went, I went to one of those tapings. Oh, dude, lucky. I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I I thought it was okay. I mean, they're funny, man. They're funny over there. I figure a lot of it might be pre-scripted because a lot of those guys are real quick and it's like, ah, I know you're not that clever. But well, if, if we'd gone like years ago, like it probably would have been funnier, but like all they ever did, all they did during the show was whine about Trump. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, they do that. I don't, I don't mind if people whine about Trump. He's still the fucking president. I don't give a shit. Like they lost. We won. I, they can whine all they want. I don't give a shit when people make fucking jokes about Trump. Fuck them. Well, I mean, they want to make jokes. That's fine. But like, it wasn't, it was, it, it's kind of, it's kind of like how Stephen Colbert just became this incredibly bitter person when he, well, you know, he's, the... he's different, dude. He's different because like, he's not even close to clever with his stuff. He's like, <laughs> Trump, at least on like, you know, the radio when they complain about Trump, it's, it's not whiny. Uh, at least I don't view it as whiny. I think it's just like taking jabs at the president. I don't know. I mean, I was, I, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't that impressed by, wait, wait, don't tell me. I mean, I was entertained enough, but like it wasn't, it wasn't mind blowing. Maybe. Well, I mean, wait, wait, don't tell nothing on NPR is mind blowing besides like a few episodes of this American life. You know, when you're like, holy shit, I didn't know that went on in the world, but I mean, you know, wait, wait, don't tell me. It's just a nice thing to listen to, uh, when there's nothing else on, uh, like on, uh, you just, you know, like, Oh, good. Cause I like the, well, I like the main guy, like the host. I, I love his voice. He has a great voice. Well, like uh, since, since we're on that topic, uh, what's your opinion of a prairie home companion? A prairie home. Comp- oh, oh, the, uh, the one where it's, uh, Garrison like the stories. Killer. Yeah. Um, hit or miss, you know, it's sometimes you gotta be in the mood for it. 
Yeah, I mean, my dad, my dad absolutely loves that show, or loved it. I, I think, I think Keeler got kicked out for like sexual harassment. Or <laughs> oh, so somebody uh, did get me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there are parts of it that were like, like entertaining, but it's like all the rest of it is like just weird, corny, like midwestern humor. It's like, oh, this guy named Finnegan, and he had a wake, and like all the the Lake Wobegon stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm just of the wrong generation to really appreciate it. I mean, I don't know. You just got to be in the mood for it, you know. Like uh, one thing that I, I I wish I could get into but never could is car talk. Because those is guys. That the, that's the NPR show, right? Yeah, yeah, and the two like uh, uh, guys from like Brooklyn or whatever. Um, I I wish I could get into it because their voices are astounding. You know, um, they the. NPR used to be really good for because like one of them died or whatever, so the show is all reruns now. But um, NPR used to be really good for voices, and then they straight up had this one bitch uh, with a lisp on there now, and it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You can't do that. Like, like, look, I shouldn't even be doing a podcast because I stutter all the fucking time like an idiot. But you're gonna let her be on fucking national radio? It's like. That's like letting me into the fucking NBA. You know, I'm five foot six, dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna be doing anything. I'm not Muggsy Bugs either. I can't. I can't hit threes. I can't do shit. I'm not. But you're just like, oh, let's have a bitch with a lisp on there. That's fucking. It's, it's fucking terrible. But like a lot of them, even like Lakshmi Singh, she's fantastic. I love her voice. Um, uh, was was that one bitch? Uh, Gross. What's her last name? The Jewish bitch. She's got a great voice. Uh, Terry Gross. Yeah. yeah, Terry Gross. She's fun to listen to for some reason. I mean, NPR was great for the. And well, let's touch on that for a second. Um, some people have great fucking radio voices. They they just they really do. Like Casey Kasem, my man. We haven't even talked about Casey Kasem. He was a oh, legend. Yeah. And talk about a great name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just name your kid Radio McGee? I mean, shit. It's like the, it's like the guy out of Oregon who called himself Lars Larson. <laughs> well, it's like Casey Casey. I, I was driving down uh, the fucking street the other day, and they were playing reruns of Casey Kasem's fucking top ten or whatever the hell it was. And it was like, he <clears throat> was so good that they're just replaying old episodes of fucking Casey Kasem. That's that's insanity, and his voice. I was still like, that's a familiar voice. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, here's something you may you may not have known. Did you know that he was the voice of Shaggy in the original Scooby Doo cartoons? I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, it shocked me too. But yeah, like, well, not just the old ones. Like, he was voicing the new ones as well until he died. Huh. That's fucking crazy, dude. I mean, well, see, like, I I love doing fucking any voice acting stuff that I can do. Um. So, and I like, you know, I do impressions and goofy voices all the fucking time. So I would imagine some guy who is like actually talented, who actually has an amazing voice, had an incredible range. And he probably did all kinds of characters all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, did, did you ever listen to Phil Henry when he was on the air? Like he was the master of that. No, I did not. That that guy, that guy was was hilarious because like, if, if you're not familiar with Phil Henry, uh, his shtick was... Uh, he would do what seemed like a normal talk radio show where he would interview like guests who are saying outrageous stuff. And then like callers would yell in, call in and yell at the, at the <laughs> guest. 
but the joke was that like none of the guests were real. Like sure. Henry would uh, do fake voices through a, uh, a phone and then switch back to his normal voice. <laughs> so it was just him, like he, you know. It, but the callers didn't know this. Like the callers totally thought that it was real. So they'd call in, they'd yell at the guest. The guest, Henry would yell back at them in his guest voice, and then he, you know, play good cop uh, in his normal voice. Uh, that that was that was hilarious. I, I used to love listening to uh, Henry when I was coming home from work when his show was still on the air. You, you know what pisses me off, and they still do it, are like the same local FM radio shock jock bits, where it's like, uh, oh yeah, like, uh, we're the, gonna the prep burger, the, the prep burger bits, like uh, like War of the Roses. Yes, yeah, the one where it's like, uh, oh yeah, you went on a date, and then you call the person you went on a date with to find out why there wasn't a second date or whatever, and it's like, it, it, that's just comedians. They just hire comedians to do that shit. They just hire fucking nobody comedians to do those things. Like it's that, yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. Plus, there's another thing too as well. Uh, it's illegal in uh, like almost all states to record someone and broadcast it without their consent. So. Like, like all these, like, I caught you cheating. You know, that's you, you would get, you would get fined by the FCC so hard if that was real. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I hate those, I, I hate those bits. You know, I mean, when I was a child, I was like, oh, this is crazy. I can't believe they're doing this. You know, but it's like somewhere out there, uh, all across America are just like stupid <clears throat> fucking women that believe that this is real. <laughs> I hate it. It just makes me mad. The whole thing just makes me mad because it's like I, I've known people that have been asked to do those things, and they're like, uh, uh, "No, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that." It, uh, it, I don't know. FM radio is completely different than 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 AM radio, though. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's more. Uh, it's 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 less political. It's more you know focused on shock. Well, there's not, I mean, AM radio doesn't necessarily have to be political either, you know, because there's a lot of things like uh, Dave Ramsey, you know, Dave Ramsey has had a show for fucking years, all just talking finance. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and there's is it, like, is it, his entire show is just him telling people how stupid they are for getting into debt. Dave Ramsey here. Um, uh, it, it seems uh, that uh, you probably shouldn't have a Ferrari if you're working at McDonald's. How's that Dave Ramsey? Is that an okay Dave Ramsey? I've been working on my Dave Ramsey. You need you need more of a you need more of a southern twang. More of a southern That's twang. Pretty, Dave you've Ramsey, got, you've got the, you've got the cadence down right. I'm Dave Ramsey, and you're fucking gay. You poor little bitch. I bought my house, cash, and you should buy your ca- house cash too. You fucking homo. <laughs> I don't know why Dave Ramsey is such a rampant homophobe in my mind, but <laughs> that'd be good. Well, I mean, he is a, he is an evangelical. I remember him closing off every hour by talking about Jesus. So, I I can't listen to Dave. Ram- I don't have enough money to listen to Dave Ramsey. What? You're not debt free. Uh, oh, excuse me. You're not debt free. <laughs> no, the only well, that I am almost debt free. I got uh, I got a car payment. Outside of that, I don't have any debt that I'm gonna pay ever. Awesome. Got some medical bills. And you know what? Those people, if they're listening, can take a fucking hike because uh doesn't really affect me. All right. I already yeah. got what I wanted from you. You can't do anything to yeah. me. <laughs> go 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 watch the uh go watch the Sam Hyde video on ripping off credit card companies. Do not fucking do that. I saw that bit. Do not do that. 
do not do that if you ever want to buy a fucking house or a car. Do not do that. Well, he he he, he puts the stipulation in the video. Don't do it if you want to buy a house. Yeah, don't don't listen to Sam Hyde on ripping off credit card companies. Don't 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 do that. And eventually, they're going to end up fucking passing a law and throwing you into jail for it. All right, like just don't don't do that. It's such a bad idea. Well, like you can you can get around that by just leaving the country. Don't leave the country. Also, I'm sorry. Like my friend Matt here is a fucking tard because he left America. Do not leave America. America is the greatest country on earth, and if you leave America, you're just like basically a bitch. Okay, I should go live in Cincinnati where everyone walks around shirtless. Yes, you could walk around shirtless too. You'd fit right in. Just no, ugly shirtless doing... people. No, I'm not doing that. Pick a fight with me, that... Matt. Pick a fight. Go ahead. Okay, okay, West Virginian. Okay, guess what? Where are you living at? Not America. I'm in Greece. Yeah, what? More like... More like Greece. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) All right, text... (laughs) Text got him to 30330. (laughs) We should get one of those. It, your home state is a byword for inbreeding, Brian. Oh, I don't yeah. want to hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't born there. But that's where you're from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where were you born? Mississippi. <laughs> oh, so, so you really moved up in the world by going to West Virginia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Look, I'm just saying. It's a, it's, it's, it's amazing my name is not John Deere. All right, John Deere Proctor. <laughs> one, of the, one of these days, Brian, you'll get out of Cincinnati and you'll go to a real big uh, cultural metropolis like Indianapolis. Okay, first of all, I love Indianapolis. Secondly, I lived in Los Angeles for fucking years. I've lived in Seattle. I've, I've been to those places. Those places are just as bad, but expensive instead. But do they have shirtless people walking oh, yeah. around? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but their shirtless people are on meth. Are they at least skinny? Um, well, yeah. The the ones in L.A. That's a lot of muscle men over there. It's 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 um intimidating, really. It makes you want to makes you second guess, you know, your entire existence. A lot, a lot of a lot of oiled up uh, uh, muscled men. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. You know, you're just like son of a bitch. What am I'm I even sure, doing? I'm sure you. I'm, I'm sure you miss seeing that every day of your life, Brian. That was the, you, you're really upset about not getting to see oiled up muscle men. Kinda, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm discovering things about myself. Who knows? I mean, you know, it just seemed like there was more shit to do there because they were like, uh, you're like, oh, what are you doing? They're like, on my way to the vegan restaurant. They don't even have gay sex, and it's like, look at that cultured gentleman. Instead, now you ask them, they're like, hey, where are you going? They're like, what are you, the fucking police? Uh, so, so now that, so, so now that, so now the, uh, the shirtless people in Cincinnati are black? Oh, yeah. It's 40% black here, dude. Jeez. Yeah. No. I, I, thought, I thought it was white. I mean, I've been to Cincinnati exactly once. So. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go to the white por- uh, portions, portions of it. I live in a white portion of it, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of black people here. Oh, and oh my god, man, black people, they are just becoming Muslim, like, at an astounding rate. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible, actually. What? What? Yeah, yeah, got a lot of that. Got a lot of black chicks, uh, 
I don't think they're immigrants either. I think they just, you know, wear the hijab. Also, the hijab, I'm pretty sure, is just like a fashion statement at this point. I might get one. Fuck it. Are they are they Sunni Muslims or nation of this? I don't fucking know. I don't <clears throat> talk to black people. Well, I mean, you should be able to like if, if the if the dudes are going running around wearing bow ties. I mean, that that no, that I love that. Nation of Islam. Yeah, I'm I'm down with Nation of Islam, dude. That's fucking awesome. Those guys are based as shit. They're just like fuck you, whitey, and I'm like, hey, fuck you, beat. You know, like <laughs> I like those guys. Those guys are cool. We just we keep it we keep it fucking. We've got similar interests, which is not talking to each other, and that's that's not a racial thing. I just in general don't want to talk to anybody. It's pretty good. They're making your life easy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, just hate white people and don't talk to me. You know? Like, if everybody could just hate men and white people, like, and never talk to me, oh, my God, my world would be just so much better. People say 2020 is going to be bad, but, you know, the more people hate white men, the less people are going to fucking talk to me. And um, I think think it's really a win. I think we're we're headed for better better times. Do do, Do you have black Israelites in Cincinnati? I haven't run into any, no. I ran into them in L.A. a few times, and um, I, I made a point to argue with them because I knew what they were all about. So I'm on I'm somebody's getting... fucking VHS tape somewhere in some terrorist basement. Probably probably somewhere on YouTube, actually. Oh, dude, I would love that. The first time I ever ran into them was after the Dylan Roof shooting, and uh, they wa- I was like just going to a bar. And they started yelling at me, and then uh, about Dylan Roof, and I'm like, "Fucking idiots!" Like, what? Do you, so I just started dancing and walking along, and they were like, "See, see, he's happy about it. He's happy about it." And it's like, I also just heard the news. I'm not really. <laughs> I just think you're an asshole. I want to go get a drink, and I'm hammered. Was 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 it like a real dance, or were you just like some some weird break dancing Russian thing? No, I'm no. just you're not a dancer. Oh no, I dance a lot. I'm a dancing. I'm a dancing fool. I cut a rug. I'll do a dance. I'm 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 just visualizing you like in the middle of these black Israelites just doing like the the Cossack. No, no, no. I was just I was strutting it. I had a strut. I had a strut to me. I'm dancing around, fucking two stepping. Raising ass white boys. Yeah, yeah. No, I I'll cut a rug, man. I like dancing. They call me dancing Brighton in some parts of the country. Yeah, uh, that would be the correctional facilities. No, mostly just my apartment, and that's me calling myself that. <laughs> just it's 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 really it's a really lo- dancing bright is a really local term. It's it's extremely local to to my apartment. Not even not even your apartment. It's just your office. Just yeah, it's just it's basically just here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we doesn't mean it's not true. Talking. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not true. Doesn't, I mean, it is true. It is true. Doesn't you know? Doesn't mean it's not true. Look, we live in a post-fact society, dude. All right, so I I make my own facts. This is my truth. I'm expressing my truth, and who are you to tell me fucking otherwise? I'm dancing Bryden. Yes, dancing Bryden is also six foot four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to be yeah. that tall. That's too fucking tall. Right, that'd be terrible. I could like. You know, couldn't fit in my car. Yeah, but then you could just flex on people. Mm, I flex on people now. I just dance at them. 
you you'd be way more intimidating as a dancing bride than if you were six foot four. Like right now, you're small enough that I, like if we wanted to go on a road trip, I could just fold you up and put you in the trunk. Ah, no, not... no way. Even better, I could strap you to the roof, like uh, you know, like Mitt Romney used to do, or was it uh, uh, Mike Huckabee's kids used to do? Strap the dog to the roof, just, no. just throw a tarp over you so you don't get like you know flies uh, splattering on your face. No, I think Mitt Romney left his dog on the roof for a minute, and then the media was like, he is a rapist. I, I just prefer to have that visual of like the pooch just strapped uh, on the roof because it's what I want to do to you. Mm. Good luck, dude. I'm just going to dance away. Dance, 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 dance <laughs> dancing fry and just break dances out of the room. No, just get out of there, man. I'll two step out of there real quick. It doesn't matter. I'll crip walk. It doesn't matter. I can do that. I can fucking sea walk. You think I can't fucking sea walk? I can, can, sea walk. I can fucking sea walk. It's easy. How do you do it? Well, you got—it's you, with your feet. You gotta just do uh, the thing. You basically make a C. Is what you're doing. Now, what you really have to do in a situation like that is moonwalk out of there. Oh, I can moonwalk like a motherfucker. I got a good fucking moonwalk. I can do that. What were we talking about? Radio. Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I listen to the radio and I dance. I'm gonna get really good at dancing, dude. I'm gonna get so fucking good at dancing. I'm uh, they're gonna like kick me out of places for it. They're gonna I'm be like, no, no, nah, nah, that's no. Nah. They were like, they said it was because I was too drunk and saying the n word, but I'm pretty sure it was just because my dancing was too good. I do the rock away. I fucking do the Dougie. I, I, you do, you know. I lean back. I'll do this shit. I can do the twist. I can mash potato. All right, I I can do these things. I'll do the fucking Charleston. All that. And then, you know, I'm going to get so fucking good that, like, they're just, they're, they're going to make a movie out of me, man. Doing the, doing the doggy's not too hard. I can do the doggy. You can't like, fucking done, doggy. Done, done, t- dozens of black kids have done the doggy and gotten hit You're by You're not a black kid. You can't do the doggy. You literally just fold your arms and just, you know, go step backwards. Right uh, wrong. Uh. Sorry, the Dougie is when you swipe the side of your head. You do this, you do a swipe, and then you fucking rock a little, and you swipe, swipe, do the, you know, you can't Dougie. I'll do the Dougie, man. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach me how to Dougie. I'll Dougie. I do, th- I do that, like, slow motion dubstep dancing. I'll do that. That weird shit. There, there, there are no videos of you doing the Dougie in traffic, so I refuse to believe that. Uh, I'm going to have to do it. Not doing. Listening to fucking AM radio is just gonna be Glenn Beck on the fucking radio, and I'm just gonna jump out in traffic and Dougie. That is something I once saw on the internet. Uh, black kid just was doing the Dougie, walking right back into the street, and he got hit by a truck. And the best part was like, as like he he saw the truck coming, like he 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 moved his uh, head to the right and saw the truck coming, and he didn't move. Because he expected the truck to swerve out of the way and didn't. Now, he didn't get hit full on. He got hit by the uh, the windshield. Was he okay? I'm guessing he survived. Okay. So that's the dude who was filming it was uh, like like there was like a three second delay. He was like, oh shit, uh, like this is serious. He got hit by a car. Yeah, that's not good. You don't want that. I'm not in favor of people getting hit by cars. I'm I am anti-car accident. I know that's a controversial point, and you know, 
we might we, get some letters have... about this, but uh, I don't I don't want car accidents. Yes, I should also take uh, state for the moment. Uh, I'm against car accidents. I'm against rape. I'm against murder. I'm against crime. I, I obey the speed limits. I always put uh, my seatbelt on. I don't drink and drive. Whoa, and... whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not fucking, you know, we still got to be edgy here. Oh, no, my, 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 ed- my edge comes from unprotected sex. Oh, uh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to drive just, just drunker and shit all the time. Well, that's how you got the DUI. Yeah. I wish that was real. I think it's fucked up that I've never had a fucking DUI. I mean, I don't drive drunk, but I definitely fucking used to. And, like, I have just been the luckiest guy. And I'm sure I was listening to fucking radio <clears throat> while I was doing it. You know, just like nine in the morning, just fucking, you know, oh yeah, let me, uh, let me throw on some Gwen Beck and just <laughs> drive drunk to the, to the Safeway. I love that you only mention Glenn Beck's name when you're doing, uh, incredibly, uh, dangerous and stupid things. Oh like yeah. Doing Dougie or, uh, driving drunk. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to be stupid to listen to that asshole. Oh, good. I I thought I was the only person who hate. Well, I imagine there are a lot of people who hate him now. He's uh, he's always just been. I I mean, I admire the man because he's built a fucking empire with the Blaze and all of that. But it's like, I what a fucking weirdo. That guy is just like, oh yeah, we need to have an episode of my Fox show where you close up on my eyes and I cry, and then I hate Donald Trump so much that I'm gonna put goggles on and shove my face into Cheetos. It's like, wait. What are you doing? And if you listen to the guy, it's every day he tells you it's the end of the fucking world. Like, it's it's always something. And then he's like, you know how you prevent the end of the world? Buy gold through Goldline. It's like, that's your sponsor. You're a dick. I never trusted Glenn Beck because he's a Mormon. Yeah, he is a Mormon. I forgot about that. Now, he's a Mormon convert, even worse. He used to be a fucking alcoholic coke addict, which I think is hilarious. I bet he was super fun to hang out with. You know, he used to be like a uh, uh, FM, like, morning zoo yeah. DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, you know, he hit rock bottom and he went sober. And, and I, I, I dispute the fact that he's sober now. I'm sure I'm sure the rise of Trump caused him to start hitting the bottle again. Oh, dude. He had to apologize for all that shit. Like, he's Bro, apologized really? profusely. He went on Sean Hannity's show in, like, 2017 and just, like, was like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> now, well, all that... the time, he praises Trump. He's like, yeah, Donald Trump's great. Yeah, coincidentally, it came after the Blaze had to, had to lay off uh, more than half its staff. Well, they bought CRTV, though. I thought it was the other way around. I thought CRTV bought them. It's called the Blaze. Well, the Blaze is a be- is better branding. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's it. I mean, I just know it was like Mark Levin's thing uh, and Glenn Beck's thing. Fucking now, now, Mark Levin. Now, there's a guy who absolutely does not have a voice for radio. I can't stand that Jew. What are you talking about, you kumquat? There you go. There you go. I, I, his voice is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Uh, he's, he's like a, a stereotypical shrieking of. He tried to rip off Michael Savage's shtick, but he doesn't have the vocal register for it. I, I I don't know. I'll listen to some Mark Levin every now and then. He's funny as hell. I, I have a character called Holocaust Denier Mark Levin, and I just do the voice. Uh, and I, it's like, and what about the wooden doors? Huh? He never said anything about the wooden doors and those chimneys. They were put there after the war. You come quite Mark Levin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Holocaust not, and Iron not. Mark Levin is hilarious to me. I don't know why. I well, you, 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 now now that's the best uh, radio voice you've done this entire show. Probably. <laughs> probably because it's not hard to imitate Mark Levin. You just need to uh, you, you just you just need to eat kosher and you know inhale some helium. It's, I don't know. I mean, he's funny. I, I never got into Michael Savage, though. Um, I know a lot of people like him. I know he's a great host, but... Uh, That's a bit of a surprise. I, I figured Savage would be right up your alley. Yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not a guy I disagree with. I know he hates Rush, though. So I'm like, whoa there, pal. Oh, he, he, he hates everyone. It's, I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. If you're not down with Rush Limbaugh, I uh, got to question your motives. And then... And I like Savage because, like, you know, like he, the, the politics stuff wasn't as interesting to me, but he'd always go into like these hilarious stories of his youth in New York and, you know, traveling the South Pacific. That was that was the stuff that kind of attracted me to him. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, uh, what's fucked up is he got bumped off the air for Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I, I hear about that. That's been happening. He's been, you know, Ben Shapiro. Holy shit. I they are just really trying to fucking astroturf Ben Shapiro into being a radio guy and it's like I've listened to the Daily Wire show and uh it sucks. And he does not have a great radio voice. You know. He's he not great anything like Ben Shapiro has no stage presence whatsoever. He talks a mile a minute and he sounds like a fucking Oompa Loompa, dude. Like I hate the guy. It's like yeah, we disagree on some political stuff for sure, but it's just as a as a dude, I wouldn't like as a radio dude, I would not listen to him being a radio dude. Like, oh, not that I'm a ra- look. All I'm saying is like his voice sucks dick, and the guy's fucking annoying. I don't care about his politics. Like, I do listen to Glenn Beck sometimes, and I don't agree with his politics. But like, goddamn, Ben Shapiro just fucking he sucks because he's, he's he's unlistenable. He talks too fucking fast. It's annoying. He's so, he's so fucking smug too. I can't stand that about him. I don't mind the smugness. I'm smug. I don't give a shit. But like. At least I'll slow it down for you. Now, that might be because of the, the whiskey, but I'll slow it down. I'm not talking a mile a fucking minute. Like, you know, oh, and today the news, Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump had another fight. Great. What a, another dumpster fire. This absolutely is not good for America. Uh, like, you just shut up. Take a fucking chill pill. Somebody give Ben Shapiro a fucking Xanax. Let me give him some Quaaludes. He needs Quaaludes. Uh, they don't make those anymore, dude. I've really? Never, yeah, I've never had a Quaalude. I've always wanted one. They don't make them anymore. That's that's a that's a that's I, I guess it's not too shocking. It's kind of a '70s thing. Yeah, yeah. It was but I think he needs he needs something he needs something harder than Xanax. Yeah, just fucking shoot that guy up with heroin. Who gives a shit? He fall fall asleep and drool. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it'd be more interesting. God damn, like he's he's junkie I, junkie ugh. Ben Shapiro. I would pay money to see that. Yeah, I would. I I too would. Just like have to him watch up it. there on stage, you know, just you know, you know, drooling on himself and just just snoring and lapsing in and out of senility. And occasionally he says, "Israel." <laughs> Dude, this may be unpopular, and we may get blowback back for this one. But uh, at least at this moment in time, I stand by it. You know who would be a good fucking radio host? Who? Ben Shapiro's rival, Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> Well, I'd listen yeah, to him fucking could... talk. I'd listen to that fucking idiot talk. I don't care what you say. The guy's entertaining. Well, he was entertaining at one point, but like, does, does he even do anything anymore? I don't know. I, I he has a he has a telegram. Yeah, I don't I don't know what he does. I assume he's probably doing something. He's got to make money somehow. But like, I know I know he has like a show on 
Gavin McInnes's whatever you call oh, it. Oh, Rebel it was, TV, yeah. Is that what it's called now? I know they had to change the. I think it was. I think it's Rebel TV. Oh, maybe no. It's Free Speech TV. It's something stupid. Like it's. It, I'm not at all interested in it. Um, and I'm not really interested in like. I would. I'm just interested in fuck it. Like Rush Limbaugh is gonna die. Please don't give anything to Ben Shapiro. Like anybody but Ben Shapiro. Gavin McKenna is fine. Just fucking anybody except Ben fucking Shapiro. Which means they're gonna give it to Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I know. But like the thing is. I mean, who's going to get Rush's time slot? Um, I think it's going to be Beck. I don't think they're going to give it to Shapiro. That, that noon to three time slot is too valuable. I think they'll give it to Beck. That would that would be that would be more acceptable. Oh, by the way, I just looked it up. Uh, it was called Free Speech TV, but they changed it to Censor TV because the retards didn't know that Free Speech TV had been taken by uh, some other cable news channel back in '95. Ah. Yay, copyright law. Censored.tv. And Milo does a show there for like two days a month. Yeah, I mean, he's he's never struck me as the hardest working guy ever. He's he's a lazy motherfucker. Yeah, good for him, dude. Credit card fraud and like he, he you know, defrauded Breitbart. Well, okay, I don't want to say those words because he is a litigious he motherfucker. He ripped them off. He ripped them off, which we can say because it's a subjective term. Right, yeah. I think he did rip them off. He fooled Steve Bannon, you know, all of that stuff. And, you know, good for him. I, I, dude, I don't hate I don't hate Milo. I don't agree with him on on everything, but I don't hate the guy. <clears throat> I don't hate him either. I just I just think like like his you know, his time has passed. I saw I, I, I saw him two years ago when he gave a speech in Budapest. Uh, like he, you know, he was invited by the government, and it was like a all week thing. Like uh, the the Vsprad talked uh, for a week. Good God! No, 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 no. The, there was it was a huge event. There was like uh, Hungary was had the presidency of the uh, V four Commission that year, so they had a huge conference where they invited all these speakers, like Douglas Murray and David Goldman, and uh, some Hungarian politicians also spoke, and it was cool because it was free, and they gave us a shit ton of free food and wine. So I, I, you know, I, I just went there and ate all the food and drank all the wine. Uh, and on Friday they had Milo. Uh, and that was deeply depressing because like his shtick has not evolved at all. Like he's no. still telling the exact same jokes. He's still using the exact same punchlines. It's, it's not funny. Well, it's not funny. Yeah. But I mean, like, how's that any different than any other comedian that hits it big? You know, like for example, like um, a great comedian is John Mulaney. Right. And John Mulaney, uh, when, when he had like new in town, uh, amazing special. Um, but now, you know, he, he's really dialed in what made him popular and, uh, it, it doesn't appeal to the old fans who've already seen this, the same thing before. But like, if you're new to John Mulaney, you think he's fucking hilarious because he's just still doing the same thing. And that, uh, that's, that's a pitfall of like all uh, comedians or like bands, I think probably fall uh, to that uh, as well. But like with bands, we're kind of like, okay, I like that style, and then people get mad when they change it up. But you know, well, I think I think the key difference between someone like Milo and someone like John Mulvaney is that uh, uh, Mulvaney is 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 not presenting himself as edgy or original or on the cutting edge. Uh, he's just trying to be funny. Whereas Milo genuinely thinks that talking about how feminism is cancer is just as shocking now as it was five years ago. Yeah, but have you considered the fact that maybe you're just not the audience anymore? 
you know, there are people that need to learn that feminism is cancer that don't know it yet. And like, I, if we, if, if it's just like, if those people were to listen to us talking, uh, about politics or whatever, it'd be too much for them. Uh, that, that's fair, I guess. But, uh, I, I, I just I just maybe have higher standards for people. I mean, you compare it to Miles to someone like, say, Rouge, who has evolved a lot in the past five years. He's not talking about the same things he was five years ago. Like, even if I disagree with Rouge, I find stuff that he's saying interesting. Whereas Milo just is trying to do the exact same playbook over and over and over again. I mean, if he has an audience for it, God bless him. But, like, I'm clearly clearly not part of that audience. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think we are Milo's audience is the thing. You know, I, I and like I am kind of just playing devil's advocate here, but like, yeah, I think that we're not, we're just not the audience for because we already know all that shit. And uh, some people didn't go through 2016. You know, they did, they didn't go through that thing. There's there's a new audience for it all the time, and they just kind of found a shtick. And it's probably helpful to you know some college kids who are tired of their you know girlfriend spitting on them or whatever. What? I don't know. I just assume that that's what women do now. I, I have no idea what they do. I've been I've been with the same broad for three years. All right. I don't know what I don't know what women do. And if we ever broke up, I would never have sex with a woman again because apparently you just get convicted of rape. Well, you know that's assault, right? So, uh, spitting on someone. Yeah, but like some guy who's gonna listen to Milo, he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> He's like well, I did have, I, 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 well, I did have a uh, one of my first girlfriends hit me in the face with a soccer cleat. That's that's fucking hilarious no oh, she threw it across the room i don't think she was playing to actually like connect but it like hit uh just outside of my right eye so like i was swollen and couldn't see out of that eye for a week you know what that means what george w bush is in better shape than you are really yeah he dodged. you remember we dodged that shoe oh yeah yeah i remember that yeah so like you're well, you're you're basically like worse than the guy that plotted nine eleven. I I will wear that proudly. I mean, you know, I hate to throw that at you, but I'm pretty sure that that's what that means. Well, a partial defense, like I was turning away from her, so mm. but I, didn't, I didn't see it coming out of my, out of the corner of my eye. Mm. And you don't live in America now. I mean, it's like George W. Bush. You know, he's still in America, so. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm. I'm not saying you're a terrorist. I'm just saying. I mean, there's you know some indicators well, he, under the Patriot Act that uh, maybe you get flagged for it. Well, well, you know that George W. Bush will have to leave the U.S. at some point, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's gonna leave this earthly realm. We like George W. Bush now. No, I was gonna say he's gonna flee to Paraguay to avoid war crimes. Oh uh, no, Bernie Sanders isn't gonna win. He's fine. That that was, that was something that people thought he was actually gonna do because, like, back in two thousand seven, like it was. He actually purchased a lot of land in Paraguay. Yeah, he's rich. Well, Paraguay is a really fucking weird place for a rich person to buy land. He wants to go there and have slaves. Like, yeah, like, yeah, he's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. He has slaves there. You you can have slaves in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, what Paraguay doesn't have that Brazil has is uh, it doesn't have an extradition treaty with the U.S. I I, I mean. 
I don't know. If I had that much money and shit, I, I might buy some land in Paraguay. Do you even know anything about Paraguay? No, it's got a funny name. That's a reason enough for me. It's a swamp. More like Paraguay. Yeah, there you go. It's para, It's Paraguay. It's it's uh, two-thirds swamp and one-third desert. Great. I would just buy some swamp. I'll try to make a swamp thing. And, it, and it's like a really fucking weird desert. Or... Uh, or it's got spiders the size of laptops. You are the size of a laptop. That didn't make any sense. Um, you, 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 or you know, you could like have the Louisiana life without having to live in Louisiana, right? You just live in a swamp. Sounds good. You can get one of those little boats, one of those little air, little aircraft things with a fan on the back. Sounds yeah, but cool. Then you don't, yeah, but then you don't get like the Cajun food. Ah, but Cajun food is gross as fuck. So I don't care. You don't like Cajun food? No. What is it? They're just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna fucking throw a bunch of crawdads on a table, you know? Well, I know you don't. I know you don't like seafood, but yeah, but it's like they just throw it on a table and they're like, oh, we put some taco spice on it. Like, just get out of here with that shit. Oh, gumbo? What is that? It's like, oh yeah, it's just intestine and soup. I'm like, great, yeah, give me more of that intestine soup, dude. No, no, no. And they speak French on top of that. Fuck that. Fuck the bayou. Oh, come on, can you come on, do you want something hard to come to Get the fuck out of here. That shit is fucking retarded. I don't, it, no, fuck them. And you know what? I know I can say that because nobody here that's listening to this podcast is from the fucking bayou. You know why? Because they're retards who don't fucking speak English and have never heard of the internet, ever, in their entire lives. So yeah, go build a swamp kingdom over in fucking Paraguay. Fuck it, sounds better. You want that? You want the aesthetic without the fucking people around? Paraguay, there you go. Justified it, George W. Bush, King 9-11, nailed it. I was just going to say that one of our contributors is in Louisiana. Gross. I think he wants to leave. Gross. Yeah, he should leave. It's gross. It's stupid. You're like, oh yeah, we just live in fucking, what, it's just a, it's just a swamp that sometimes has fucking hurricanes? Give me a break. Fuck that. I imagine they have a lot of shirtless people, too, because it's hot down there. Yeah, they don't have any fucking shirts. They got alligators all the time. Like, people just marry alligators. Give me a break. What, what do you have against alligators? Alligators are fucking awesome. Alligators are just bullshit, dude. They're like crocodiles, except they don't hang out on the land like people. Yeah, that's because they're better. No. No. Dude, what are you fucking... You're just going to hang out in the tub all day? Fuck you. Get out of the bath. <laughs> No, I hate that. Alligators are bullshit, man. Fucking hate alligators. I mean, they and also they get giant, and I don't like anything that's related to a fucking dinosaur. Fuck that. Chickens, get out of here with this nonsense. We gotta get rid of all the birds and the reptiles. We'll be good. We'll do a fucking mouth thing on it, man. Let's just get rid of them. Wait, 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 wait. You actually believe dinosaurs exist? No, fuck no. That's bullshit. There was okay, like, good. Yeah, there was like maybe three dinosaurs. Now they just have them all the time. They're making them out of alligator bones and chicken bones all the time. That's fucking fake bullshit, man. I'm yeah, not fucking dumb. Thing. I've been woke to the dinosaur thing since I was doing Hollywood Babylon back in the day, boy. I've been woke to dinosaurs for fucking years. That is a fucking made-up thing. Now, I'm not sure who started it, but, you know, I have, a, I have an inclination. And uh, maybe they're just lying about the age of the earth. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing it, but it's fucking bullshit. There's no goddamn dinosaurs. I think the dinosaur bones are were actually just giant birds. Yeah. Well, I mean, they say like, dinosaurs are giant birds anyway, and they just like don't draw feathers. No, I on mean them. like like I mean like like big bird like birds. Hell yeah, dude! Fucking 
prehistoric Sesame Street? Oh, dude, Jurassic Park would be so much better. I'm drunk. Jurassic Park would be so much better if it was just Sesame Street, right? But it's Jurassic World, and it's uh, Chris Pratt running from Big Bird. I'd watch that. I would watch that. I didn't watch Jurassic World. I'd, I'd watch the, the Big Bird one, though. Yeah, well, well Oscar the Grouch spies on him from the dumpsters. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Oscar the Grouch is played by Newman from Seinfeld, like in the fucking original Jurassic Park. And it ends with Burton and Ernie having gay sex. Yeah, that's how every movie should end, though. Just out of nowhere, it's like, oh, the pianist, and then it's just hardcore Burton and Ernie fucking. I'd watch. I'm, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here because I, my parents wouldn't let me watch Sesame Street. Why? Because they thought it was communist. Oh well, I don't think that's true. But then again, they they let me watch Barney the Dinosaur, so I question, I question their, uh, I question their judgment sometimes. Yeah, I think your parents are just fucking morons, dude. I mean, I hate to break it to you. I don't mean to insult your parents, but uh, their logic is deeply flawed. Yeah, uh, Barney the Dinosaur, I think, did more damage to people's psyches than Sesame Street ever did. Well, wasn't the guy who played Barney into some weird shit or whatever, wasn't there, like, in later years, a scandal with him? Are you thinking of, are you thinking of him or Pee Wee Herman? No, no, no. Pee Wee Herman, different thing. He jerked off in a movie theater. So the guy who played Barney was a child molester or something? No, no, I think he was just into some weird sex shit. It came out later. He may, oh. when I say weird sex shit, he may have just been gay. <laughs> like, he might have just been a gay dude. But uh, I think he was, I think he was into some weird shit. I don't know. Maybe I just made that up. But I, I think I remember, that could have just been a rumor that, you know, was started. Man, is is everything is every is everyone involved in the world of children's programming this fucked up? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I mean, dude, think about it. So, like, anybody who writes for the children's program, you got to think about like, um, they probably when they were eighteen did not want to write children's stuff, right? They wanted yeah. to write the Great American <clears throat> Novel or like you know Breaking Bad or fucking you know a great comedy like Seinfeld or something, and then instead they got stuck writing fucking Teletubbies. It's like, what's the fucking writing for that? You know? So it's like, how do you fill the void? Satanic child rape. <laughs> I think that's, you know. We've, we've, we've just solved the mystery of the pedophiles of Hollywood. The only reason they're doing it is because they're driven mad over the fact that, uh, over the garbage they're forced to do. Because they'll never write for the New York Times. So they're just, they're done, you know? We've we found the answer. We found the answer to Jeffrey Epstein. We found the answer to uh, to Harvey Weinstein, uh, who, by the way, did nothing wrong. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, well, he probably raped somebody or something. But like, uh, that's what's the point of being a producer if you can't get some poon? Because like, otherwise, it's just fucking paperwork, you know? Like, well, I mean, they're I mean, they're 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 prosecuting him. Like, they dropped a bunch of charges, but like the ones they are, they're like. Uh, individual sexual encounters from years ago, but after the uh, the statute of limitations expired, uh, with women uh, whom he had perfectly consensual sexual encounters, like in the same span yeah. of time. Yeah, it's like bullshit. they're complaining about one incident out of like what 
dozens. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fucking bullshit. Uh, it's they. I mean, they just had to take somebody down. And like, you remember Miramax was like a fucking huge deal. I'm not saying Harvey is not a fucking creep. He's a total creepazoid. I mean, the whole jerking off into a plant thing. Totally believe that. Like, who does that? You sicko. But. You know, you gotta, rule of law is important. You gotta get him on the right stuff. You can't just be like, he's a creep. Like, you can't go to jail for being a creep. Because otherwise you'd be in jail. No, I'm not a creep at all. I'm actually extremely charming, you faggot. I also have really good social skills, jackass. (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, Whatever you say, man, look. Yeah, I I don't know when we're talking. About, so we're we're about an hour here. I wouldn't mind keep going, but I gotta pee. Um, uh, sure. Let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. Just a few days ago, the press and the pundits had declared the campaign dead. And then came South Carolina. They had something to say about it. And we're told, well, when it got to Super Tuesday, it'd be over. Well, it may be over for the other guy. Tell that to the folks in Virginia. North Carolina. Alabama. Tennessee. Oklahoma. Arkansas. Minnesota. And maybe even Massachusetts. It's too close to CNN can now project that Joe Biden will win the state of Texas. But things are looking awful, awful good. Holy fuck, talking about we were talking about radio we were talking about fucked up children's programming uh we were talking about me too um i was thinking about uh ancient creek ruins in the uh the pee break what were you thinking about brad uh i i really it was it was a really zen moment for me uh you you just emptied your mind of all thoughts yeah yeah i didn't think about a fucking thing it, it was great uh the only thing i thought about was like what is what what bumper am I gonna put in there? And I was like, it was really funny when I did that that one where I was just peeing. I was like, that's pretty oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Jugs thought that was hilarious. Yeah, was... yeah. No, I, I I didn't think about anything. See, like some people, you know, they meditate or whatever. Like, um, no, dude, I just I I I just drink. Like, I can I can I can I can get to a a center when I just 
drink a bunch of fucking PBR. And uh, I, I think that says something more about society than me, you know, because I've just well, found a loophole to Nirvana through just drinking. Well, it also says things about your horrible choice of beer, but we'll leave that. To no, 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 no. That's, that's a conscious choice, dude. I used to drink uh, better beer. You know, but uh, I I got I got sick of it, and I didn't have PBR for so long that uh, I've gone back to it now. Oh, oh, so basically, like after not drinking it for years, you can enjoy it again. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like uh, that's great. It's uh, it it's incredible because like nothing nothing beats a shot of Fireball and then PBR <laughs> out of a tall can. Nothing beats it because it reminds me of like when I was twenty two. 22 and poor and yeah hipster yeah i mean now i could i I think to a certain degree i'm still a fucking hipster but uh you know whatever i got i got got a funny story about that like my my grandfather like he used to really love pbr but when he found out that uh urban people were drinking it to like be cool like he just abruptly switched to keystone light and never touched pbr again for the rest of his life Keystone Light, I don't like, but Keystone Ice is fucking good. Yeah, Keystone Keystone Light is uh, like the drink of poor college students. Well, see, that's the thing is, it's like PBR. When I first started drinking it, was pretty cheap, and then the price of it just sky <laughs> fucking skyrocketed. Uh, I mean, but also, like, I mean, shit. I'm 32 now. I started drinking it when I was 18. You know, so it's like how much is inflation how much is it it got picked up by hipsters but um yeah i mean pbr is just like a solid beer i like it better than the yingling uh i like it way better than bud light coors light is disgusting uh well not disgusting it's just like you can't get drunk off of it um i've also i have a theory now that because uh, i think i have the coronavirus um and that's where my coughing has been coming from and i think erica has it uh, but women tend to be less symptomatic when they have it, and we're both, you know, younger people. So, by the way, I by the way, I don't have it. The coughing is because is from my vape. Yeah, I mean, because you can't hit a vape because you're a girl. But uh, the, I, I, I think I'm a frontiersman. Okay, this is my theory. I'm a frontiersman, right? Because like back in the day, people didn't like go to the fucking doctor. Right? You just drank whiskey. And then you got over it or you died. And I'm just drinking whiskey through this. You know, I've, I've been coughing for like the past week. And then sometimes I get a little dizzy. You know, a little lightheaded. So I think it's coronavirus. Um, now, that has not stopped me from uh, interacting with people or, or, or going to the store or anything like that. So, I mean, they, you know, they, they may die. Um, but I, I think I'm getting over the coronavirus through just drinking. Because I'm a I frontiersman, think, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely, I'm extremely disappointed in you, Bryden, for not going to any retirement homes. Um, you know, if I thought I could make some money there, I would. You, you gotta like, you know, apply for a job there or volunteer with Meals on Wheels. Oh, dude, you have to, you have to do your part. You have to, you have to be the change you want to see in the world. What about Deals on Wheels? And you just go and you haggle with old people. There's an idea for you. Yeah. You just like buy their memorabilia from senile people. Man, for, man. for like really cheap. Go. Yeah, it's like antique roadshow. Except the reverse. 
Yeah, I'm 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 uh, I'm confident I don't have Corona Chan uh, coronavirus because I'm not sick. Uh, I I I did uh, a few days ago. I'm, I'm in Greece now. Uh, when I was flying out of Georgia, uh, doesn't look like people there are too worried. Uh, the immigration and flight flight crew were all uh, masked up, but the people traveling weren't. Uh, when I got to Greece, no one was wearing masks. Uh, people here, people here don't don't really seem to care. Yeah, I mean, I got uh, I got a trip down to Texas. I got to do the end of the month, and there's been some cases there. But again, I'm not 70 years old. So, what I've been telling they, people is, you're gonna haven't, get they it. Haven't, they you, haven't they haven't canceled it yet. Uh, they canceled South by Southwest. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was well. There was like big petitions and like I mean I don't know. People were all fucking in a tizzy about it, but it's like it, people were in a tizzy about fucking Ebola, you know, when that was a thing. And like Ebola is way worse. So I'm I mean I'm just not worried. I know everybody wants to be worried because they're bored and shit, but nah, I don't really care about it. I don't think. It, well, I, well, I do remember when when the coronavirus uh, uh, was getting started. Uh, I was scared of it. Yeah. Yeah, you were freaking out. I told you to. I told you. I told you to uh, to to consume more zinc. And your words were, uh, "Coronavirus will not stop the goddamn uh, zinc will not stop the goddamn coronavirus." Mac, uh, get past the zinc. We're fucked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I'm just because like, here's my logic behind it, right? If it were a big deal, the media would not be having a fucking field day and freaking out about it. I don't trust those guys. I don't trust them. So if they're freaking out about it, I'm like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Well, here's here's a way to look at it. Um, maybe the reason Trump is not concerned about it is because he knows it's an Israeli bioweapon. Okay. I mean, that's a great theory, but let's not take blame away from the animals in the communist country of China. Well, here's something. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure you I'm sure you Jews know are that, responsible but... for pretty much all the stuff except this. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something interesting at you, Brian. I'm sure you know that, uh, like, coronavirus is really rampaging through the leadership of Iran. Yeah, uh, they're also their, old. Ten percent of their parliament's got it. A bunch of their top officials have got it. A mm -hmm. few have died from it already. Yep. Well, apparently, the uh, coronavirus strain uh, in Iran is one that is more lethal than the regular. Dude, Israel's so fucking based. If you cannot respect Israel, I mean, and they're already like, oh, yeah, we're working on a vaccine. Like, they're like 10 days away from a vaccine or some gay shit. Like, dude, yeah, if you if you can't respect Israel, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, hate the player, not the game, dude. Or Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, it is amusing. But, like, if it is, in fact, the uh, Zionist bioweapon, we don't have to, we really don't have to worry. Hell no. No, those are our, those are our buds over there until we're, you know, we got ships over near him or whatever um or we become inconvenient but uh yeah i don't know i i i, I don't want to get blame away from communist china because like uh, hopefully the one good thing that happens from coronavirus is that people see why i look at china and go yeah they're a bunch of fucking commie animals you know <laughs> just a bunch of fucking animals over there like uh, the government, you, not the people. Did you know that the Chinese are now demanding the world apologize for them? Because yeah, <laughs> for all the sacrifices they've made to uh, to uh, contain coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. What is it with Asians always wanting like this approval from white people? I don't want to be. 
It reminds me like the, uh, you know, the, the, the Chris Rock script. It's like, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to, you dumb motherfucker. Well, I try to contain a virus. You're supposed to do that, you dumb Chinese motherfucker. Yeah, you, you made it, idiot. Like, we all know. <laughs> you made it. It got out of hand over there, dude. You're the guys. You're responsible. You made it. You made the thing. You know, ugh. I don't know, but I, I think they're hyping it up too because they lost the trade war. I mean, they don't care about killing tens of thousands of their own people. They don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. They have fucking it's death right. camps. If you convert to Islam in China, you go into a fucking death camp. Oh, oh yeah. Um, there was a few weeks ago the, the Chinese discovered a, a way to cure coronavirus by uh, doing a lung transplant. So uh, if you're a political distant or a Uyghur, uh, you better watch your organs, guys. Yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, the thing is, like, if you're a young person, I just don't see the issue. I mean, I know people are freaking and there's reasons to freak out. I understand that, you know, but uh, whenever this all fucking is not a thing anymore, just remember, Bryden told you it's not a big fucking deal. And, uh, you know, everybody will forget that they freaked out about it. So, I mean, it's 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 not good. It's not good. If you have a grandma, shit, dude, your grandma might get it. And I believe you're going to get it. I do believe you will get it eventually. Um, but it's not going to be a big deal for you. You know, you're, you're going to get over it or you're going to go to the doctor. Because, like, yeah, the insurance system may suck over here, but we do have the best health care in the world. And I don't believe that our health care system is going to collapse the way that, like, places like Italy is struggling, you know. I mean, it just goes to show you that those countries suck. <laughs> those countries do just suck. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. And people get mad about this and leave mean comments or whatever. I mean, that's fine. I really don't give a shit. Uh, at the end of the day, you're not going to die of the fucking coronavirus, and then I'll be right, and you'll forget that I ever said this. So, You will, however, be sterile. Oh, yeah. No, but most of you should be. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, let's just be completely honest. What are you into? Books? Like, uh, you just, come on. Like, you should, you, you weren't going to fuck anyway, all right? Well, I mean, look at, look at, look at on the bright side. Like I said, unprotected sex, uh, no worries anymore. Well, I mean, AIDS is still a thing, so, yeah, you should still wear a condom. Has anyone ever gotten AIDS? From yeah, sex? yeah, yeah, no, they have. No, no, they haven't. They, they, yeah, they, they have. It's, um, still a thing. Okay, explain to me how that works. Well, because the the the, the uh, blood in the uh, uteral wall or whatever the fuck it is, it's uh, there's always blood up in there. All right, a little bit while you're you know doing your business. Yeah, but yeah, no, vaginal no. sex is ex- uh, extremely low risk. For yeah, but. Low risk. Now, if you're not having no anal risk. sex, that's the other other. Also, uh, if you're fucking a bitch and you don't put it in her ass, like, what kind of man are you? You know, man who doesn't like poop on his dick. No, no. See, the only reason you should, I, the reason that you have anal sex is because they don't like it. That's the problem. They all like it now. Mm, we got to find something they don't like. Have we tried throwing eggs at them? There's an idea. Yeah, let's just start. Next time you hook up with a chick, keep an egg in your pocket. <laughs> you know? Smash it on her forehead right as you come. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. And then leave and tell her your name is Daryl. <laughs> That'll just confuse her for the rest of her fucking life. She'll be traumatized from that. Just forever. Women are fragile. You will ruin that girl's life. 
She will be a stripper in fucking no time. She'll have an OnlyFans in fucking no time. And then the next leak, the next hack that comes from that, you can see naked pictures of her. It'll be, you know, fantastic. But a bonus points if she's a virgin. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, you got to have sex with virgins only. You got to wear a, a shirt. You know, they used to have those members only jackets. We're gonna make a we're gonna make a line version only. And bonus, we can sell those to incels as well. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, guys, like for real, uh, the only way you can get uh, AIDS from heterosexual sex is if you're having sex with side hookers. And like, if, this is a medical fact. And if you sneeze in their mouths, you should do that. Also, you should just sneeze in their mouths. I don't think they allow you to do that. It doesn't matter. They're property. <laughs> it's like a rent a car. You know, you just get the insurance on them. Nah, nah. Uh, they're pretty. They're actually pretty uh, uh, strict about that kind of thing. Listen. Because I, I, I talked, I talked about the kind of stuff with uh, Matt Lawrence on the last show. Like, uh, they, they, the tie hookers, they all insist that you wear condoms. Uh, they don't let you kiss them on the mouth. Uh, Why would you kiss a hooker on the mouth? So you can pretend like you have a girlfriend that you aren't an unfuckable loser, Bryden. It's not that hard. Nah, you don't want to kiss him on the mouth. There was a dick in there. Like, ten minutes ago. You think the guy cares? Nah, I'm just... Nah. We're talking about people people who go to Thailand for sex vacations. They're not exactly uh, on the uh, totem pole, high on the totem pole of desirability, right? Yeah, but, I mean, coronavirus... Look, uh, listen, I'm just, I'm calling for a total and complete shutdown of kissing hookers on the mouth until we can figure out what the hell is going on. That's a throwback, man. That's a throwback. That is, that is a throwback. I missed that one. That was a good one. He was great. He was just like, no Muslims. (laughs) And we all voted for him. Well, he's still doing good shit. I mean, he completely destroyed... He's uh, just a Republican president. He has not done anything special besides just be a Republican president. Which means like, oh yeah, great, the economy's better. Because that's what happens every time you have a Republican president. Your taxes are lower? Oh, shocker. You know, I don't know, just elect Republicans. Dude, dude, dude. Mike Bloomberg spent millions of dollars trying to buy the presidency, and Trump ethered his campaign by calling him short. How how is that not awesome? Yeah, no, it's awesome. But you also got to give a little respect to uh, uh, Warren. I mean, she just she fucking Chris Christie'd her. She she did the Chris Christie move. Like you remember when uh, Christie destroyed Rubio? That's yeah. That's uh, Warren just fucking kamikaze because like she knew she was never coming back from like lying about Sanders. <laughs> You know, she she tanked as soon as she made up that lie about Sanders. And then she just was like, fuck Michael Bloomberg. And was like, NDAs, 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 women, women. And then it was done. It was done for him. I mean, it, it was incredible. And, like, what's great about the whole Bloomberg thing is that anytime anybody ever says that, you know, you can buy an election or whatever, you can just point to Mike Bloomberg and go, yeah, it's not possible, at least on that level. Because the guy spent half a billion dollars. And, uh, yeah, he didn't get fucking anywhere. I mean, that might be because he's an unlikable K, you know, but it, uh, he was everywhere. I mean, like I was, I do not see ads, you know, I, I, I don't see advertisements most of the time. 
And even I saw fucking Mike Bloomberg advertisements. The guy was everywhere. He won American Samoa because I'm pretty sure he just put up a billboard on the one road they have going through that place of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I've, I've never been there. I didn't. I forgot it existed. I was like, oh, they have a primary? <laughs> the only reason, only reason I know that, know, uh, that it exists because uh, that's where Tulsi Gabbard was born. Yeah, and she got a delegate. You know, do you know she didn't drop out? I assume she dropped out. The media is just blacked out on her. Oh, oh yeah. In fact, they uh, there's another debate coming up, and it's either next week or the week after. Uh, and they already changed the rules to exclude her. I mean, that's bullshit. I don't like Tulsi. Like the unironic fucking Tulsi support from uh, like our side of the internet just cracked me up. Because one, she's not even that hot. Too much tooth to gum ratio. She's got a crater face. She's fucking gross looking. But like, I mean, them titties ain't retarded. Like, I mean, I'm into that. But uh, you know, it's like I, her policies are what uh, uh, Assad is cool. Well, Assad's not cool. And like, uh, you know, uh, no war. Great. Okay. I'm into that. You know who else hasn't done any fucking wars? Donald Trump. So like, get the fuck out of here with this nonsense, dude. The unironic support of democratic candidates on our side of the internet is laughable as fuck. And it shows a lack of understanding of, of, uh, politics <clears throat> and a, uh, just general boredness, you know, uh, it, it's really inward behavior of people that just constantly want to be fucking oppressed. It's, you know, you constantly want to be the underdog and shit like that. It's fucking annoying. Oh, I can't wait to bring the show back. <laughs> I no, it just this shit just pisses me the fuck off. It's so annoying. I'm 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 so glad you brought up the crater face. Uh Tulsi Gabbard has that from all of the cream she has to apply to keep her chlamydia down. Oh, dude, she got the clap? Dude, she's she was in the army. Okay. Yeah. She is a fucking skank. Her body though is like fucking stellar. I gotta say, I mean, she looks good, but like you gotta, you gotta bag it. Yeah, you gotta, you, you get definitely gotta bag it. Even if coronavirus, uh, you know, sterilizes your testicles, you gotta bag it for Tulsi. Like, dude, like imagine that fucking O face with those Meg Ryan gums. Oh God, no. Well, you could also stick a bag over her head. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's. You know what's sad? I guarantee somebody has stuck a bag over her bitch's head and banged her. That's got to be a self-esteem ruiner right there. But you know what he didn't do? Smash a fucking egg on her forehead. <laughs> I'm digging that. Just do that. Smash an egg on a bitch's forehead. I I am going to do that uh, next week. No, don't do that. That's a horrible thing to do. You just said to do it, Bryden. Yeah, not somebody I know. Well, I mean, God, that's you'd be a monster. <laughs> like the, these people that I don't ever have to meet or like interact with. Yeah, go ahead, and do it. Go be a fucking asshole. I mean, that's funny, but like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know anybody that's ever done something like that. Good God, I mean, it's pretty funny. I don't know. Just don't. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, not that I respect women or anything, but like, I mean, that's like assault. You know. Well, that's the. Hey, oh, it's 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 exalt. It's exalt. It's exalt. It's exalt. Uh, well, that's the advantage of being in another country. You can just wait. Oh my god, dude! You're a fucking serial killer. <laughs> that's. Jesus Christ. No, you can't. That's not. You don't. Mm -mm, no, no, not that one. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's rough. That's not good.
Come on, Brian. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Don't condone it. Can't condone it. <laughs> Not on board. Disavow. Not doing it. <laughs> Not on board. Listen, I am a I am a comedian and the things that I say ever are not to be taken seriously unless at a later time I say that they were. All right. That's, that's the, that's the comedian's paradox. All right. So uh, I think it's called Schrodinger, uh, Schrodinger's yeah, douche, uh, Schrodinger's um, douchebag. I think it's what it's called is, uh, I can say whatever I want and it's not serious unless you guys like it. In which case it was. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you think now would be a good time to end the show? Yeah. After, after all these horrible accusations against me. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got women to kill or something. So, yeah. Don't you have some videotapes to return? I don't get that joke. American Psycho. I have to oh, return some videotapes. I've only seen that movie once. Ah. It's, uh, it's good. You know that uh, they almost casted uh, Leonardo DiCaprio instead of, uh, um, uh, what's this fucking Batman? Christian Bale. Yeah. They almost got uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. That would have that would have been a mistake. Really? Christian, Christian Bale is perfect in that movie because he's very plastic and fake looking. Yeah, but so is Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I think it would have been a different movie. But, uh, I mean, they're both actual sociopaths so i uh yeah i think that either one of them would have done okay i just wonder if it's a different movie yeah i mean i guess that's that's fair uh anyway um since we're at the end of the show uh brian anything you want to plug no i mean right to brighton comes back in may um right now i just you can uh go d live uh and just at Bryden on DLive. I'm over there I'm almost every day doing something, playing video games. Or Last night, I just, like, for six and a half hours, Matt, I just fucking watched commercials from, like, 1990 to 2008. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. There was a stream you did early, uh, last week where uh, uh, you just were playing uh, train videos. Yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 I just went to uh, a train hopping simulator, that's something I'm like sometimes doing when I go to bed, I just go to bed and then turn on folk music and then turn on like a uh, uh, point of view train videos, they're they're relaxing as shit. And you weren't there and people were like, I, I assume that was just some kind of troll because people were expecting you to show up and you never did. Oh yeah, no, I was asleep. <laughs> oh, dude, one time uh, on YouTube, I... Uh, uh, like when I was doing like regular streams on YouTube and shit like that, I once just set up my <laughs> webcam on a bowl of fruit and just turn on the Jet Set Radio uh, soundtrack and just let it play all the way through. And people were waiting for me to show up. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds. I think you mentioned that to me before. That's that's hilarious. That's fucking. But good. yeah. Go go to dlive.tv slash Brodden to watch him playing video games or watching really shitty reality TV. Uh, like, the, the favorite thing you've done recently was uh, that uh, when you were doing the show about the, the overweight bitches. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Was it like... did, did you did you run out of episodes or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, they that, that was I went through the whole season. So, I mean, there's like that a was... season two, but, you know, I, I can't deal with like fat-ass love or whatever it's called. 
bigger is better or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, it was like big, yeah, big love or something. I don't know. It was fun, but like, I mean, the way I like to do it, right, is I call them body retards, emotional retards, and and mind retards, right? You you have to go through the. You can't just do too many body retards because then you're just a fucking asshole. You can't do too many mind retards in a row because then you're just a fucking asshole. Emotional retards, you can get away with a lot more of that, but uh, it just angers me because that's mostly like trannies and shit. Um, I feel that cycle. I mean, if any normal person saw any of this shit, it's just me laughing my ass off at people with Down syndrome. Um, but the way I figure, if you cycle through it, you're not an asshole because you're making fun of everybody, kind of. Equal, equal, equal time. Yeah, sometimes black people, a lot of times black people. Um, but, you know, equal time, I make fun of everybody equally. I mean, we've never had just like a well-adjusted white man that I've laughed at. But, you know, I'll, I, I, I try. I, I would if you send me one. Well, I mean, you did have the, uh, the show about, uh, you know, people trying to have babies when they had AIDS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's not well, well-adjusted. Those are emotional retards. Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're, you're a Russian guy marrying a woman with AIDS, yeah, you're kind of retarded. That was hilarious. They were just like, oh, let's have a baby. I'm like, even if there's a chance that they have AIDS, what the fuck is your problem? They're like, oh, I'm selfish. Like, these people are awful. What are you going to do? Terrible people. You can see terrible people every night at dlive.tv slash Um As for me, you can check out mattforney.com. You can... Check out my Telegram at t.me slash Matt Forney. My YouTube, uh, my DLive will be in the uh, description. I I was streaming uh, Deus Ex for uh, uh, last week. Uh, I, got my, a, my... I got a question real quick. You know, uh, sure. you know Telegram was uh, created by the CIA, right? It was? Yeah, dude. It's like common fucking knowledge now, and it's amazing that everybody keeps using it. Uh, <laughs> it's oh my gosh yeah okay but yeah keep you know keep going that's fine i mean you're well, probably fine you don't do anything illegal on there i mean it's just like it's well, fucking hilarious well, well well tor was also created by the cia so. yeah so what are you gonna do the cia created the internet the cia kind of kicks ass let's be honest not really dia is cooler i don't even know what that is they sound really cool yeah, DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, keep going, you know, you fucking fed. Everybody, go to Matt's Telegram! <laughs> okay, yeah, go go to go to my Telegram while it's still up. Uh, go to my website, go to my YouTube, go to my DLive. Uh, I've been streaming DAS, Deus Ex, like I said. Uh, I'll probably stream later this week when I get some time. Um... And that will do it for this episode of Terror House Radio. Be sure to check in every day at Terror House Magazine, terrorhousemag.com for our latest publications. Check out our books at Terror House Press at terrorhousepress.com. Follow our social media links in the description. And don't forget that you can always check out past episodes of Terror House Radio at terrorhouseradio.com. Terror House Radio is produced by Bryden Doctor and presented by Jugs Intro Music by Meme Extremist, which is my non-cover on them. Now with the bastards grinding down, I'm at 40 with Brian Foster and Keith.